Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 74. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week, we look at a particular question that folks are wrestling with, and we try to look into the scripture and come to some sort of conclusion concerning how you and I as Christians are to respond when we're faced with a certain question or a situation. And that's especially true today as we look at a question that really, I think, affects each and every one of us. So let's get right to the question. The question we're going to look at today is, how do I overcome a critical spirit? How do I overcome a critical spirit? So here's how we're going to approach this question. First of all, we're going to talk about what is a critical spirit. We're going to talk about that from the perspective of Scripture. Because saying you have a critical spirit, there's actually a biblical word that describes having that kind of spirit. Then we're going to look at who really suffers from this. Is it just a particular person? We've met people who are very critical Or is it something that we all struggle with? So we're going to look at that as well. And then we're going to look at what Jesus' teaching is concerning this issue and take away two things from his teaching that I think will help us in overcoming a critical spirit. So let's look at, first of all, what is a critical spirit? Now, Right off the bat, if when someone says somebody has a critical spirit, we usually think of somebody who likes to criticize people, somebody who's very critical and never is satisfied with the actions of another person or is critical concerning what is going on with an organization or so forth, and they're always heaping criticisms upon that person or that organization because of their actions or whatnot. And so we usually think in terms of a critical spirit as just somebody who's always criticizing. Well, the Bible doesn't use the term critical spirit. In fact, it doesn't even use the word criticize. So you're not going to find it anywhere in the Old and New Testament. However, the Bible does have a word That reflects what we are talking about when we say we have a critical spirit. In fact, the word that the Bible uses is one that we really don't like to have used with reference to our actions. You say, George, what kind of word does the Bible use? Well, the word that is used in the scripture is judging when you judge someone. In fact, Jesus uses the word in Matthew chapter 7. And we're going to look at that passage just a little bit later on. So when we talk about a critical spirit, what we're talking about is someone who is judging someone else. 
critically, you could say, in whatever negative manner. So now the issue is, is who suffers from this? Who suffers from a critical spirit? Is it just the person who is overly critical of others and is always criticizing things, always negative? Is it just that person? Or is it actually a little bit broader in its sense of who suffers from this issue? And I would say to you that it's not just the person who's overly critical or overly criticizing. It's actually something that each and every one of us find ourselves doing. I, you know, in fact, I think of an illustration. This happened maybe 12, 14 years ago, maybe a little bit longer in my ministry here at the church. I remember having a conversation with a couple who were involved in the drug culture. And they looked at me one day and said that they sold drugs. However, they weren't bad because they never stole anything. Those people are bad. And I thought, and, and, and that kind of blew me away when I heard that, but it made me realize that people will judge others as being worse than they are if they're doing something that that person is not involved in. So here's somebody who's dealing drugs, but they're not bad as the person who's dealing drugs and stealing. And so that kind of helps you understand where a critical spirit comes from. A critical spirit comes from the whole issue of wanting to see ourselves as better than others. So let's just go ahead and admit it. All of us can suffer from a critical spirit because all of us have the same problem where we see ourselves as better than other people. And, and so you may be in the ditch of life, but you're okay because you're only halfway down the ditch. There's always somebody who's further down than you. And so you criticize those people. So the problem is, is that a critical spirit or a judging spirit, if we're going to use what the Bible s describes it as, we are all possibly engaging in this sin. And that's exactly what it is, a sin. So the question is now, how do I overcome this? How do I overcome a critical spirit? So that's where we come to Jesus' teaching in his Sermon on the Mount. And I'm just going to read to you five verses from Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 5. Listen to what Jesus says. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but do not consider the plank in your own eye. Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye. Look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. All right, so from this passage, we're going to see a a few things, and I want to just boil it down to two things that will help you and I to overcome a critical spirit, to help us overcome the fact of judging other 
people because we see ourselves as better than them. So let me just go ahead and tell you what the two things are that come out of this passage. If I'm going to deal with this critical spirit that I have, if I'm going to deal with this issue of judging others, first of all, I need to recognize that I'm going to be judged by the same standard with which I judge other people. Whoa. That's scary, isn't it? Think about that for a moment. When you and I criticize someone else because of what they're doing or they're engaged in, usually we're, we're criticizing them from a platform that says that I am better than you. And therefore, I can pass judgment upon you because I don't agree with what you're doing. Well, the problem is, is the standard by which we judge others is the very same standard by which we will be judged. And if you go over to Romans chapter 2, the very first part of it, Paul talks about the moralist is condemned because the standard by which he judges others, he himself cannot live up to himself. So the standard by which we criticize other people, we ourselves can't live up to that very same standard. So if I'm going to overcome this issue of having a critical spirit of judging other people, then I need to recognize that the very same way in which I criticize someone else, that standard is going to be used to judge me. And when I think about it in terms of that, then I realize I don't really have a leg to stand on. I don't have a position to, to hold in superiority because the fact of the matter is, is I'm probably doing the same thing or have done the same thing or could possibly do the same thing. In fact, that's reflective in the scripture as well, that when I go to somebody who's in sin, I need to go to them with meekness and gentleness because it's possible that I, too, will be tempted in the same way. We talked about that last week, about whether or not it was loving to go to someone to talk to them about their sin. And we looked at Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. So the first thing, if I'm going to overcome this critical spirit, if I'm going to overcome this judging spirit, I really need to recognize that I'm going to be judged by the same standard with which I judge other people, period. Here's the second thing that comes out of this passage. And Jesus uses the illustration of why am I worried about a speck in somebody's eye when I've got a plank, a four by four, hanging out of my eye. He tells me, deal with the plank out of my own eye, then I will be able to help my brother with his speck. So let's talk about that. Here's the second thing that you and I need to grasp if we're going to deal with a critical spirit. You need to recognize your own sin first. You need to recognize your own sin first. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm going to use myself as an illustration here. You know, I've been in ministry now over 20 plus years. And I can think back to when I first entered into ministry. I truly was a judging person. Now, here's what happened. As I began to deal with people, I realized 
that I really can't judge them. Because given the same circumstances and the same situation with the same kind of pressure, who's to say that I couldn't do the same thing? In fact, it's often occurred to me that if I was in the same situation with them, that I probably would do the same thing. Why? Because I'm a human being. I'm a sinner. And so therefore, I can't judge them because I recognize my own sinfulness. And it's only by the grace of God that I am where I am now. That reminds me of the story of the great evangelist from the 1800s, George Whitfield, as he was going through England, he was coming near the gallows where they were where they were leading somebody up to be hung, to be executed. And the statement is made of Whitfield saying, there but for the grace of God go I. Meaning, that could have been me if it wasn't for God's grace. See, if you're going to deal with a critical spirit, you're not just going to recognize that I'm going to be held to the same standard by which I judge other people. You've got to recognize that if it wasn't for God's grace in your life, if it wasn't for forgiveness, if it wasn't for being forgiven of your sin and of God's patience in dealing with you concerning your sin, you could be doing the same thing that you're criticizing or judging that other person for. And the chances are you have done it, or you could possibly do it given the right circumstances. So really the issue comes down, the more you grasp the salvation that you have experienced in Jesus Christ, the more you will be able to deal with somebody without having a critical spirit, the more you'll be able to not criticize someone or to hold them in judgment. In fact, that's the point Jesus is making here when he says, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. The reason why you'll see clearly to help your brother with his speck is because you understand, first of all, grace, because grace has been shown to you. Therefore, you'll be gracious to the people that you are helping. And you'll understand your own sin, therefore you'll be gracious with the people that you're dealing with rather than showing judgment. That, my friends, is how you're going to deal with a critical spirit. Recognizing you're going to be judged by the same standard. And two, Jesus says, understanding that you're a sinner saved by grace, therefore you need to be gracious when you understand the grace that was extended to you. The Finding Clarity podcast is really an opportunity for our church each week to deal with questions that we wouldn't normally deal with in a morning message or a Sunday school or a Bible study. But we want to take the opportunity to enlighten you in the scriptures with the things that you face on a daily basis in your life. So that's why we come and answer these questions. Now, you can keep up with the podcast several ways. You can go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Finding Clarity Podcast, like the page, and you'll be able to see the latest news from the Finding Clarity Podcast in your news feed. You can also go to our website, kerbinsvillechristian.org, just click on the media link, and you'll see a link on the media page that will link you to 
the Finding Clarity podcast, as well as give you the archives of all the other podcasts that we have done. And so up to this point, we have 73 other podcasts that you can listen to where we have answered questions that you face in your daily life. You can also get our church app. In fact, I would encourage you to get our church app. It's free. You just simply need to go to the iOS app store or to Google Play, type in Kerwinsville Christian Church for your mobile device or your tablet, and you will be able to download the app. And on the app, if you go to the media page, you'll see the Finding Clarity podcast each week as well as you get other media files from Adult Sunday School and from the morning message that you can listen to. Next week, we're going to deal with another topic concerning the Christian life. And this is one that all of us are confronted with at some time. And it's when we're trying to figure out what God wants us to do. So oftentimes we wrestle with Should I test God? In fact, the term that sometimes used to be used in churches is, should I, am I allowed to put out a fleece with God from the story of Gideon? Am I allowed to put out a fleece? So here's the question we're going to look at. Is it okay to test God? We're going to look at that question next week. And until that time, take care.